WNCW is member-supported public radio from Western North Carolina featuring an eclectic music mix. You can find out more and listen online at WNCW.org. Support for this public radio podcast comes from Visa, offering the Visa Signature Card, featuring concierge services for travel, dining, and entertainment at visasignature.com. This is Volume Control, musician interviews from public radio station WNCW-FM in Spindale, North Carolina. WNCW is member-supported, and each contribution counts. You can make a contribution at our website, wncw.org. Following is a recent conversation that we had down in WNCW Studio B with our host, Roland Deeroff, and his special guest, Yorma Kalkinen. If there's a theme on your new CD, or, or, or a, one, a mini theme, it seems to be Reverend Gary Davis. He's on there a well, lot. Well, you know, the, the Reverend's just sort of been a peripheral part of my life for a long time. I, as, I'm, as I always say in interviews, my disclaimer is I'm not a Reverend Gary Davis specialist, but I do love his music, and I play it whenever I get a chance to. He, he, you know he's from right, he was born right down the road. I know that. Yeah. I know that we're in, we're in a Reverend Davis country down here. Did you ever meet him? I did. Yeah. I never had the $3 an hour to take lessons from him, but <laughs> I did meet him. And uh, after I moved to California, when he came out, he uh, seemed to remember me. And uh, later on, I was talking to Ernie Hawkins about it. I thought he was just being polite, but Ernie says the Reverend never forgot, forgot anything. So maybe wow. he did remember me. Who knows? Uh, well, this brand new CD and you know an old Reverend Gary Davis tune. Right. There's some new. So tell us about the disc. It's all over the place, it seems like. Tell us about? About the new CD. Well, okay. Well, first of all, it's a new CD. <laughs> this is the most important thing. I guess it's the first new thing I've done since 2002. And, uh, uh, you know, Barry and I had been talking about this for a while, and I've been sort of collecting songs. And I talked to my friend Byron House, who played bass on the, the uh, Blue Country Hardys, plays bass with Sam Bush and yep. lots of people. And, and I really wanted Byron to, to produce this record because he just really has an incredible music sensibility uh, thing going on. And, uh, you know, we went down to Nashville. We had a couple songs we'd already put together, and uh, Byron brought some other ones to the table that we really liked. And uh, we just wound up, it really wound up coming together in a very, very organic kind of way. And one of the funny things was is, you know, I'm not the kind of a guy that's capable of producing one of my own albums because I'm just too familiar with my own stuff. Mm-hmm. See, I said stuff instead of that other word. <laughs> and uh, That's good. Good. And, uh, good. Good work. We have the eject button ready. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Good self. But uh but but you know, Byron really, you know, he just came up with a lot of ideas and I came you know, took took some, you know, minor risks like on um on Mighty Hard Pleasure. That's I'm not even playing guitar on that. That's Ed Gearhart playing guitar. I mean I will figure out a way to, to do that so we can do it live, but I just couldn't get a handle on I really liked the song, but I couldn't get a handle on what I wanted to do and Ed played that and I said, you know, if I could play guitar like you, that's exactly what I would have done. <laughs> So the, the disc is called Stars in My Crown. Right. One of the things I've noticed is on some of these songs, you have a lot of people on there. Right. The, the joke is how many people does it take to make a solo album? And exactly. in this case, it's about 25. Is it 25 people? Right. When you were putting the songs together, how much were you, how much was that your decision? Did you have in your mind that this is going to be a huge arrangement? Or, no. no. You know, one of the things that we did, well, we had some ideas about it, but but like I said, you know, these Nashville guys are just so consummate that a lot of times the the arrangements just evolve in the studio when you're mm-hmm. playing. And, you know, Byron, you know, because he does so many sessions there, he just knows everybody. And Gary Pachosa, the guy, the engineer, is just really terrific. And uh, they just came up with these ideas, and they knew people who would come when they called them. Yeah. 
And so we had a chance to try out a lot of stuff that, that if it left to my own devices, I would have been totally unaware of. So, so did you start them off just with a trio or a quartet? Yeah, and then we really parts? started out. We just started out cutting them live, and uh, and and we had some other people come in, like Tim Stafford comes in, and right. plays on a couple songs with us, and does some singing on it, and just just stuff sort of evolved. Talk a little bit about picking the songs because there are some new songs. There's the, your your sort of signature old blues songs, right? Um, you know, you just start collecting songs. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a tunesmith, you know. We were talking about Jim Lauderdale earlier before he came in. You know, Jim just writes one great right. song after another. And so I started collecting songs. And I started collecting songs for this right after I finished Blue Country Heart. And and I actually found myself with more songs than we were able to use. What a concept that is. That doesn't usually <laughs> happen for me. But um, And we just started, I started getting some things together. And then we just started getting a feeling. I st- just last summer, I stumbled on the two Reverend Davis songs, The uh, Table and City in Heaven and Will There Be Stars in My Crown. And I liked them so much that I learned them immediately and started to work out arrangements with uh, with Barry. But just things sort of fall into my lap. I mean, it's almost uh, like a gift or something. I mean, I really can't. I can claim some credit, I guess. But sometimes they just go, "Wow, that's a great song. I got to do that," you know. And then next week we're doing it. And are there songs that are great songs and you got to do them, and you just they don't fit you, even though they're great songs? It's, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, sometimes you you know you hear a song and uh, well, I you know when I first started recording. I really wanted to sound like Ray Charles, but guess what I didn't sound like, you know? And so the first time I heard my voice solo in the studio, I really, I was thinking about maybe becoming a, you know, a waste management director or something like that. I, I bet you're not the first guy ever, so I want to sing like Ray Charles. Yeah, I'm it sure didn't I'm work not out. the first. And I'm sure I'm not the first one who found that it didn't sound like that, too. Yeah. But anyway, you know, yeah, sure, sometimes there's a song you just love and um, and you can't do it. Hmm. And when we did, uh, we do the Rivers of Babylon on this CD, uh, we started messing around with this song, but as w- with reggae songs, if you don't have the reggae rhythm section, it's not a reggae song. So when we did it together, it was kind of like a finger picking song. <laughs> but but uh, Byron and Chris, who know how to play that stuff, started playing, and all of a sudden we we're like, "Wow!" Is Chris the only is that Chris no, Brown? Uh, Chris Brown, the he's a guy that plays drum with Sam Bush. Also, a great drummer. Yeah, um, but but you have a reggae song on this record. We do. This is a it sounds be, like a reggae song. A first That's for you, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> What's the genesis of that? Is... Well, uh, when, if if you can recall, it's probably a little before your time, uh, there's that Jimmy Cliff movie, The Harder They Come, sure. and uh, Jerry Garcia gave me that album. It's the first time I heard I heard a reggae song, and I just flipped over the whole album. And I always, there's a bunch of songs I always wanted to do, and, you know, speaking of songs you can't do, but I wound up doing one of them. Yorma, um, teaching is important to you. Music becomes... It is. I've, I've uh, you know, I started out, teaching even when I had very little to teach but I always <laughs> liked it. The good news I knew more than people that were taking lessons from That's me. all. That's, that's all crucial matters. when you're teaching yep. by the way. Yep. But uh, I just really liked to do it and uh, you know my wife God bless her who had a life as a civil engineer before we met actually knew about <laughs> filling out forms and getting permits and stuff. And So so the Fur Peach Ranch is really her baby you know logistically speaking but I get to have all the fun. What, what, what Being a teacher of music how does that help you as a musician? Well I actually kind of know what I do most of the time now, which right. wasn't always the case, for real. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, you know, I never really learned how to practice. So I'm doing things very slowly and thinking about it and stuff, which is, seems to be what practicing is all about. And normally I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. Uh, Yorma, you'll forever, forever be famous for a couple of bands you started, uh, you know, Jefferson Airplane and, and, and Hot Tuna. Hey, I wondered, if, if you don't mind, if you don't want to go that far back, but no, look, at, look at yourself now. 
and look at that kid back then. What's your relationship now to uh, that guy who started that band, Jefferson Airplane, back in the 60s, that sort of idealistic rock and roll band? Well, I look at myself in the mirror and I say, what the heck happened? <laughs> no, I mean, you know, when, when Jack and I got in the airplane, we started playing, we were really, we were really all about the music. You know, we, we, we weren't very vocal about anything except guitars and licks and stuff like that. <clears throat> I mean, you know, the airplane is certainly, and the success thereof has allowed me to be a decently paid folk musician the rest of my life. And of course, Jack and I still play together 49 years this year. Wow, 49 years. You, you you were kids when you met. We were kids once. I know it's hard to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we started playing together. Uh, Jack's a little bit younger than me. I was probably, I think I just got my draft card. I was 18. Uh-huh. So he was probably 15. We started playing together. Uh-huh. And, and that was the uh, hot tuna now still still off. Right. Doing your, and you're, you guys are still at it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What else are we going to do? I, I don't know. And uh, hot tuna, but it's been a continue. It's, it's neat that for all of that past, you know, that you're continuing to evolve as a musician. And it's interesting right. now hot tuna is starting to work the electric stuff back in. Oh. Right. We have started to work the electric stuff back in. And, and it's kind of interesting because... I haven't kept up with the electric guitar as well as, I mean, the acoustic is, is kind of my first love. Yeah. And the good news is you're absolutely right that I'm still capable of learning things playing with Barry over here. Yeah. I mean, he's always teaching me. He's, he regrets teaching me this chord, but but uh, but I love it. He's wincing. He's wincing. He is. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, you know, there's just always stuff to learn. And But the lab we've been doing, I think we're moving into our third year of doing electric stuff. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I've really gotten back into it again. And. Bought a couple of amplifiers from one of your guys over in Pittsburgh. And oh, good, good. Good for the economy. Yeah, it is. We're just trying to help out, you know. Yorma, back in the 60s, the musicians you were playing with, you, you positioned yourselves as social critics, political critics. You were the most, some of the most visible members of the counterculture. Right. Now? John Birch Society. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny stuff. But well, we're all waiting for the next election, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, I don't really talk about politics very much, but I do vote mm-hmm. every single time. Well, that's that's good. That's your civic duty. We're talking with Yorma Cockin today, and uh, I just got called for jury duty too. So speaking you? of civic duty, you know. well, you have to cancel your tour to do jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Barry Mitterhoff, how long you've been playing with Yorma for quite a few years now? Yeah, I uh, I came on board actually to help publicize. A Blue Country Heart, which right. came out in June of uh, 2002. Won a Grammy, I think. Was that? Won a Grammy. It was nominated. Nominated, nominated. okay. In our, in our minds, it won also. Yeah, yeah, but, right. Uh, <laughs> um, anyhow, so uh, Yorman needed a little string band to promote that CD, and uh, so he had Sally Van Meter and myself, and then sometimes Cindy Cash Dollar and myself, and uh, somehow he, he, he just forgot to tell me that... I was finished, and I've been playing with him ever since. Yorma, do you listen to a lot of music? Do you try and get out and hear music played a lot? Or You know, I, I live in an extremely rural area, and when I'm home, I rarely leave the homestead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do listen to, you know, I've, you know, I'm a now kind of guy, and I have uh, satellite radio right. and all this stuff, and I, have, have a, I listen to lots of music. Mm-hmm. Mostly these days, uh, I've been listening to bluegrass and bluegrass-related stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I still listen to, you know, a lot of the fingerstyle guitar players, old-time guitar players that mm-hmm. I like, and some of the new guys like Tommy Emanuel. You've seen Tommy play, right? Oh, uh, yeah, man, he's incredible. Really? 
You could say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who, who else are who else are the cats that are just blowing you away right now? Who are some of the the new guys? Oh gosh, I don't really know much about new guys. Let me think. Some I knew. Well, I'm a huge Blue Highway fan, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll notice they're on the record too. Mm-hmm. The CD. What do we call these things these I, I, days? You can call it whatever you want. Whatever. You know, <laughs> anyway, um, you know, I just I just love listening to people that play well. You know, yeah. I really do. Do you, um, when you were recording these, I wonder, like, songs that have been done before or that have a classic sound, do you worry about that getting in the way of your sound or your voice? Or you see I'm getting that? It's... No. Uh, you, you know, if I was a really great singer, and you know what I mean, I'd have to worry about that. But you got to dance with the one that brung in, you know, and my voice is just kind of like where it is. So everything falls into place around that. Mm-hmm. There's a Johnny Cash tune on here. There sure is, yeah. You're, you're a big Johnny Cash fan, I guess? Huge. You know, Donny, Johnny Cash is sort of imprinted in my DNA. <laughs> you, know, you, know, when we were, you know, when we were kids and he's, you know, started having hits and stuff, not only were the songs extremely cool, but they were accessible to us. We could kind of play them, you know. And uh, it's just been there for a long time. And, you know, while I went by and I hadn't listened to it, but then I started listening to these, you know, some of those sessions that Rick Rubin's produced, you know, towards the end of Johnny's life. And I realized, wow, he's still the cat. That, those late sessions, there's something to them. They're, they're, no, they're just fantastic. They really are. He used to clown around. He doesn't clown anymore on those things. No. Man. They're, geez, yeah, they cut right through you. Yorma Kalkinen and Barry Minnerhoff, thanks so much for coming in today. Thanks and, for having us. Support for this public radio podcast comes from Pabst Brewing, proud supporter of local artists nationwide and of the NPR Live in Concert series, online at pabstblueribbon.com.